Welcome to This Is True Really oh. News. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Combs. And I'm the other. <laughs> coming up, Scott Combs. Coming up today. I could have you. You could narrate my life story, but they think I was talking because so often they go, which one of it? Who, yeah. Huh? Oh, and everybody that? says that, 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 yeah. that they can't tell us apart if they've got their eyes shut. I mean, at first I thought the guys, Roycey and uh, what's his duck? Sush. Yeah, I thought they were just messing with us. Yeah, but they people can't. Turned out people can't tell us apart. In any case, coming up on... I'm the good-looking voice. (laughs) He's the taller voice. (laughs) Coming up on this episode... How hard is this, really, people? (laughs) Leopard. True Really News. Breakfasts of Champions. Please, like, subscribe, and follow This is True Really News. Because then you'll know. Know what we're talking about half the time. No. No, because we don't know. We don't know. We're half, just well, coming more than half the time. I mean, come let's point be honest. and laugh. There we go. That's kind of. I have no. We better save that one. It's very long and and very weird and and it somehow suits us. Okay. Hmm. How about no? No. Well, see now I have to see my stories are are all in a very intricate. Pattern. They're in a. They're very delicately placed on the page, and somehow or another, my my Microsoft Word has decided to make everything Arial (laughs) sixteen. And it's just. I mean, I have no highlighting, no underlining. Oh, that sucks. It just. Should we let Sheila introduce the show, and then you could just figure it out during that. Sugar. If I have to. Which I will. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Well, no, I'm serious. I can't tell where stories end and start the way it's setting out. <laughs> well, that might be fun. No. Well, because, see, I was supposed to I was supposed to tease this one. Yeah. Because I have Strangest Things banned around the world, and it's kind of long, but it's kind of fun. Oh, it's okay. We'll just run long. And, but then I only do one story. No, no, you're going to do another one. No, I don't want to. All right. You want me to start then, little miss? No, because you did the tea, so I'll start. Okay. I'm just trying to find out where the story's actually. Here, let's try this. Sweden's center-right coalition government wants to cut red tape when it comes to dancing. They're going to abolish a decades-old requirement for restaurants. The negative clubs. <laughs> N I T E should spell night. I'm just saying, uh, nightclubs and other venues, yeah, or as we say in my country, venues. <laughs> I don't know. To obtain permits before they let patrons shimmy and shang and shake, shimmy and well, some places when you dance it's shimmy and shank, but that's probably a prison. <laughs> yeah, I got shanked at the prison dance. And let me dancing, think about that for just and a second. You're dancing with Bruno. Uh, where was I? Hey, oh, Bruno Canchacha. That's no, good. He can for a big man, he's very graceful. How easily I fall into your <laughs> depravity. Where was I? They're uh, abolishing decades-old requirement for restaurants, nightclubs, other venues to obtain permits before they can let patrons dance. What? I know. The proposal was made. Talk about an overregulated society. <laughs> yeah. The proposal means that venues no longer would need a lasans. Who? I know. It's Sweden. What they do nothing well, but but regular. Well, they make. I love their cars. 
Which one? They well, only they don't make, make one anymore. So their cars may be boring, but they're good. They were. Now they're just Volvos. <laughs> um, <laughs> where was I? The proposal means that venues no longer. Oh, God. If you live in Sweden, my name is Scott, S-C-O-T. Oh, right. And you can uh, write us at, this is true, T-I-T-R, at, T-I-T-R News. T-I-T-R at netradio.network. No, that's not it. Yes, it is. Okay. Scott at T-I-T-R. No, it's just at T-I-T-R at that's netradio.network. Right. And then in the body of your address, talk to Scott. The proposal means that venues would no longer need a license to organize dances. Instead, as a general rule, they would only have to register with the police because it's a little socialist country and you got you can't give it what? all up. What? what you gotta, you gotta like call them up. You have to register with the police. Dudes, we're having a little party thing. We're going to dance. That kind of deal. Oh, I uh, can imagine the cop on the other going, <laughs> Well, we're not having any of that now. I don't think he would. I think that would be the wrong country. Well, Clancy, the cop is universal. What you doing, Barney? What? Where was I now? Did they give him a bullet? Uh, Yes, here we go. As a general rule, they'd have to register with the police, which could be done verbally and not cost anything. The permit for to dance in your establishment. 700 kroner. Holy Pete. It's like 67 bucks. (laughs) I'm sort of out kroner and I don't even know what they are. (laughs) As it is now, owners could lose their liquor and or business license if police officers come by. And find out a venue didn't have the authorization. This is insane. I I want to know how it got there in the first place. Right? Must have been in its earlier, more socialist days. Or it might have been it might have been uh, carryover from Britain, where remember they didn't let the Scots or Irish dance, and that's how we got the weird dancing with your hands down by your sides. No. Okay. The government, yeah, in Sweden, they just decided enough of that. We'll just tax us not out of them. Right. We're going to take your money because you want to wiggle. Vlad, explain that to me, would you? Why do the British have this weird? I mean, I realize, what are you, Italian? No, who, me? No, what is Vlad? Vlad? He's Irish. That was it. I know it started with an I. Reed, for God's sake. Read what? No, Patrick Reed. The That's government Reed proposed himself. having the change take effect this July. Although it requires parliamentary approval, that should be interesting. Oh, here we go. 2016, Swedish parliament voted unanimously to do away with the permits, but it still exists in law and is in some places still enforced. Oh, what a pile of steaming crap. According to SVT, which is not a disease, it's a Swedish broadcaster, Hmm. they say that for the past 20 years, lawmakers have from every party, from every party except the Social Democrats. Why does that figure? Have faith. Well, you got to make your money when you remember it's socially democratic. No, it's socialist Democrats. And what's listed first? Socialist. Because it's their favorite. Yes. Name one good thing to come out of Sweden. Oh, I can't think of his name now. There's a hockey player I remember. Volvo. I know I like I wasn't into Volvos. I liked the Sobs. I like the Sobs are cool. I really like the Sobs. It's too bad they're gone. Did you? I did. You wrecked Robbins. Somebody decided they were going to stop in Parallel Park on Main Street. Yeah, and you. So you know what they did? What? He just they stopped. stopped. <laughs> well, imagine my surprise. <laughs> imagine theirs. Bump goes the fender. It wasn't bad. The breakfasts of champions. Are you ready? I got two of them for you. There are two breakfasts of champions. Well, in this case, yes. All right. Leading the British to victory in World War II was no task for an underfed man. 
And it's certainly true that Winston Churchill enjoyed a hearty breakfast. He's British. In fact, his servants needed two, count them, two trays to serve the meal. He liked to drink uh, first thing as well. And we don't mean tea or coffee. Dude, he's, he's leading Great Britain. I'd be drinking first thing too. He'd often wash his breakfast down with a glass of wine or a whiskey and soda. Oh, not the soda. That ruins it. And top off Sorry. his meal with a fat cigar. See, and people and wonder why he's breakfast? my idol. <laughs> now, going from the sublime to the ridiculous. To you, sir. If you don't, know, if you don't know who Hunter S. Thompson is, you really should. He was the guy That's who invented a little bit sad. Gonzo journalism. Hunter was um, I just a whack job on drugs. Well, a whack job, an erudite whack job. On an erudite drugs. whack job on drugs. Actually, he'd have been an erudite whack job without the drugs. They just he would. I think the drugs say, helped. Enhanced. At any rate, he wrote it was own... enhanced whack jobbiness. <laughs> he uh, wrote his own breakfast menu, quoted in uh, the Atlantic magazine. Hunter S. Thompson? Yep. You ready? Is any of it legible? Well, he yes. wrote. Yeah, go ahead. You know how he is. I want that damn hairy ape. <laughs> I'll just, he says, you know, it seems to scare hotel employees when you lo are locked in your room for several days, ordering nothing but Chivas Regal, and all of a sudden you ask for a Bible. <laughs> but you kind of wonder why that would bother him, don't you? Yeah, he was looking for, he needed to write a, he needed to write a column. So he says, the Bible's a great place to start for a column. <laughs> so here's his breakfast. All right. Four Bloody Marys. Uh-huh. Two turtle doves. <laughs> Two grapefruits. Ugh. A pot of coffee. Okay. Rangoon crepes. Mm -hmm. A half pound of either sausage, bacon, or corned beef hash with diced chilies. There is no either. It's always bacon. Leave out. Well, some diced chilies would be okay. A Spanish omelet or eggs benedict. This is not making sense. He was so skinny. Not eggs benedict, but the Spanish omelet sounds going to taste Yeah, it sounds wonderful to me. A quart of milk. Uh, well, yeah. A chopped lemon for random seasoning. And something well, that's a Hunter S. Thompson thing right there. Right. And and something like a slice of key lime pie. Hang on, we're not done. Okay. A margarita? Yeah. That sounds right. And another margarita. To back up the first one. Yikes. Question, sir? Something like? <laughs> Key lime pie? Yeah, yeah, he wants something tart. I'm just pretty much curious how close it has to be. This, honest to God, this bear claw was right next to the key lime pie. That's right. They were talking. <laughs> Your turn. Marine biologists in the Cayman Islands, which are right near Cayman, are desperately searching for a nurse shark. <laughs> because some other shark is injured? Mm. The nurse shark is there. Is is there such a thing as a nurse yeah, shark? Nurse okay. sharks, yeah, you bet. That is sporting a mesh bag around its middle. So you're looking for a nurse shark with a fanny pack? <laughs> yes, and probably, huh. and probably Mickey Mouse sunglasses. Accordingly, let's not make fun. Let's. That's all we do. The Daily Star reports that the skirt is. Oh, there's a problem. What? The skirt yeah. is blocking the shark's gills. Ooh, that is a problem. 
they would if you can't breathe what do you do yeah die the department of environment the department of environment said they are quote doing our best to locate and assist him but so far we've been unsuccessful well see for one thing it's always still a little odd for a male nurse. I'm just saying. Yeah. A yeah. scuba diver initially spotted the animal, but he didn't have the tools he needed to cut the bag away. <laughs> or I'm guessing he didn't the have pluck. any. pluck. That's what I was going to. Well, not so much the pluck as the cojones, but I'm sure. There we go. Yeah. Isn't pluck like old English for cojones? Yes. Okay. It means to remove the feathers. <laughs> You're an idiot. Yep. And you're still right there, aren't you? Kids corner, I am. Um, I should frighten you. The day after my wedding, Dan. day after my wedding, my niece, four, refused to believe I was the same person who married her uncle the night before. I would. She said, my Aunt Betsy is beautiful. And you're just an ugly old cow, get out. <laughs> my sister got a full face makeup done for an event, and my nephew said she looked beautiful, like a clown. <laughs> Uh-huh. I will never forget the day my young son asked while looking at our wedding photo, Mom, who's that pretty lady next to Dad? Why are they banging on Mom so hard on this one? Because Ian one time saw a picture of me before Ann and I were married. And I was in reasonably good shape and lifting weights and running and doing all the stuff. So I, you know... Few, You're a hunk. few weeks, I could probably get up to speed and play football again, right? Because we were very young. And uh, you could do that when you're in your teens and 20s. Yeah, right. But no, not now. Ian looks at it and goes, Dad, you were a stud. What happened? But that's it. I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to keep you near me. So you have to live with it every day. Yeah. My daughter. When you're old, do you automatically have to become boring? Yes. Four-year-old, are you a mommy? Me? Nope, I'm just friends with your mommy. Four-year-old, oh, quietly. But you have an ugly purse like mommy. Wow. Already at that age, you can tell an ugly purse from 50 feet. <laughs> I can't tell. What if my wife tells me, does this look good? Well, she doesn't have a purse thing. That's why I married my wife, by the way. She carries a wallet. One less way to get cuffed upside the head. Right? Oh, man. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.